Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tech Talk Anonymous. This is the podcast where everybody stays anonymous and only goes by their title. I am your host, and today we are going to be continuing the ultimate laptop comparison. Last last week, we took a look at the Chromebook and found that the Chromebook was a great option for the average Joe because they are light and secure. But today, let's look at the Apple Macintosh, aka the Mac. The Mac goes without saying is an expensive device. If you go to apple.com today, you will see that the baseline model of a 13-inch MacBook Air will cost you about $999, and that's without tax. Which, as we saw with the Chromebooks, the most expensive model would end up costing that much. But what makes the MacBook so expensive? Well, you are indeed paying a chunk of that money for the Apple logo on the back the status symbol of all coffee shops but you do get a lot more things in a mac than you would get in a lower end chromebook model because the price is not just the only thing i mean you do get something for your money for example a mac you can run very powerful apps such as adobe premiere pro or final cut pro or photoshop easily although If you try it on a MacBook Air, um, you will quickly see that it does a below average job when it comes to speed. It does get slower, but you can still actually work with it. It's, It's workable. But you can still get the job done also. So, as I have said in a previous episode about Apple products are in the ecosystem. Like, for example, when you get a text message you can reply to the message on your laptop also using the also using airdrop you can seamlessly send documents instantly from your phone to the mac another cool feature in the mac ecosystem is that you can store a file on your mac and access it on an ipad or iphone using the files app so if you need to show somebody a file but you left your laptop at home you can pull out your phone and show them there So now, though, let's talk about the maintenance it takes to keep your laptop up and running. Well, Mac is actually quite easy to maintenance the device, and you don't really need any big or powerful virus protection. Um, Usually the online stuff that they have works. And also with the new update uh, on Safari, the newest update called macOS Big Sewer on Safari, there you can actually... Um, there you can see what kind of trackers have been blocked because of the built-in security, which is actually really nice. Um, but yeah, uh, you don't need any real virus protection. It's pretty safe without it. Macs do tend to have some minor issues after a while with battery takes kind of a big toll if you have one of the newer models with a butter and if you have one of the newer models with a butterfly keyboard um, you might experience some trouble there because if a bit of dirt or just a tiny crumb gets into the keyboard you will experience that um, that sometimes if you click I don't know I've seen that the E key or red that the E key tends to be very problematic so if you click it once it'll do two clicks or it won't click at all so that those are the problems you can experience with the butterfly keyboard. Um, so 
but other than that, Macs are a relatively very fast device that don't need a lot of maintenance. Also, they don't get slow unless you've had your device for a very long time, which unlike some PCs, they get very slow within the first, let's say, five years. That is if you don't put virus protection on them because your computer can get these like tiny viruses, not so much viruses, but like um, they're things that websites put into your computer so that they can, um, they keep, they eat the memory and make it slow so that they can send you targeted ads into your websites. And those little things are the ones that tend to make your computer slow for the PCs. But, um, but although most recently Apple is getting some fire on their newly updated plan for Apple Silicon, which is, which was released in June in the WWDC, more information on that in the link below of my episode day one of WWDC, which is the fact that Apple, uh, sorry, let me continue saying about talking about Apple Silicon. Um, which is the fact that Apple is going to start making its own chips, which that they are going to be putting into their Mac lineup. Normally, this is very good so that Apple won't have to depend on Intel to make new chips so that Apple can buy them and then put them in their newer and supposedly better computers. But this means that, as I said earlier, might not... stand to be so true about how Macs tend to last very long. Well, if you have a 2012 Mac or older, you will not be able to continue to receive updates, which will mean that if you want to continue using a Mac, you might have to upgrade to the latest model of Mac, which again can be very expensive. But this could have been predicted because Apple has been making its own chips for the iPads and iPhones, so it was about time that they started doing the same for their Mac line. Now, let's talk about the newest update coming out on Mac. It is called macOS Big Sur. I have talked about macOS Big Sur in my first episode of this podcast called Day 1 of WWDC. If you have not seen it, then you should definitely go check it out. But... Mac OS Big Sur um, is trying to make the Mac a lot similar to an iPhone or iPad. So that means trying not to have that super fine line that a Mac is a work thing, a work computer. That it could be used for playing games and some other things, not just work, work, work. Another contribute contributor to this image that it doesn't have to be all work is that even though apple arcade was released on all of the apple devices apple still made some games optimized for the mac so they're more fun like ocean horn 2 but this is just my guess because it's quite confusing apple has been making these apple at work videos that show a team is trying to work for a common goal using apple devices and displaying all the new features they have to offer and these videos it shows that the that they are that the Mac is being primarily used for work not as a toy so it's all up in the air speaking of air this hopefully makes a seamless segue into the MacBook Air 
This is the most this is what most people are calling the essential laptop. It basically has everything you need in a laptop without all the hype you don't. The MacBook Air is very thin, but I don't really see the point why the MacBook Pro is already super thin and I don't see, I don't think that there's a need to the to have anything more thin because then durability also takes a toll. But thinness aside, the MacBook Air is the laptop for any student that that relies on a computer to do your work. It's lightning fast, the battery life is the same as the MacBook Pro, maybe like 10 minutes shorter. And unless you're doing anything super power heavy, the MacBook Air is all you need. And also, if you haven't already switched to writing papers with Google Docs, you've got to do it unless a teacher says you have to do it in Word. But the G Suite is amazing. It lets you do anything almost anywhere. You have calendar, docs, slides, spreadsheets, and so much more. But this isn't an episode about Google. This is an episode about the Mac. The Mac is a choice you can't go wrong with. Finding which Mac model is best for you is not something I will be covering in this episode. If you would like to see an episode in the future that goes in depth about which one of the Mac models is best for you, make sure to comment that down below. So... With that concludes the discussion of Macs are really worth it. Now, time for two fun facts. One, there was a rumor that the new iMac would look like an iPad Pro with like, you know, the super thin bezels and being super thin just on an iMac stand. This turned out to be false. The new iMac still looks like a normal iMac, but I think you can get it in now the rose gold color, which Apple is calling just regular gold. Um... So, two, this, with the Mac, when you print a page, if there's a line of pages, if there's a bunch of other people, say, in your house or office that are trying to print before you, what you can do is you can prioritize your page, your print, and and it will finish, the printer will finish what it was already printing, but then after that one, it will print yours. So, that's kind of a cool way that you can sneakily get ahead of the print line well that's all for today folks make sure to share with your friends and family comment down below on on what you want to see in future episodes and you can join me next week as we go into if buying a high-end pc is really worth it until next tuesday peace